A message from our sponsor, Pivot Lending Group, Littleton, Colorado. Pivot Lending Group provides a tailored mortgage lending experience with strong local builder and realtor relationships and customized loan services. We pivot to help you grow in your community and realize your personal home ownership goals. Visit us at pivotlending.com. Hello, this is David Olson. I am with Pivot Lending, Chief Business Development Officer, also known as the Chief Biz Officer. Today, I am uh, with Tim Regan, who runs our Scottsdale retail office. We're going to go through his story, his origin story, and how he found the industry or if the industry found him, where he grew up and where he's at now. Try to get all over the place a little bit so we can learn a little bit more about Tim. So, Tim, are you ready to go? Absolutely. Let's do it. I I know where you're from because we ran around in the same neighborhood, the 312 in Hanover Park. What county is Hanover Park in? I don't even know. DuPage County. Yeah, DuPage. That's right. Okay. So tell us a little bit about where you grew up and then how you made your way towards the mortgage world. Absolutely. And Dave, thanks for having me on. So yes, my name's Tim Regan, originally from the uh, DuPage County area, west suburbs of Chicago. So I got into the mortgage industry through my older brother. He was managing a, a team of people and asked me if I wanted to do some work on my off days. At the time, I was assistant sales manager for a furniture store. And so I was going in on my off days and just doing cold calling. And back then, it was literally like phone book style, like just start calling people. (laughs) The data, what we know of today was, was really non-existent back then. And so I just got the call in and got comfortable talking with people. I mean, I literally didn't know. What time was that? Like uh, mid nineties? Yeah. So I, I got in the industry February of 1999 prior to Y2K, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just started, you know, cold calling and and reaching out to people, trying to create opportunities for the loan officers to come in behind me and, you know, take a lead and and get a loan. And so I did that for a while and did okay with it. And then I ended up getting a promotion at the furniture store. And so I kind of stopped doing it for a little bit. And then I just realized, you know, I didn't want to work retail hours. Mm hmm. You know, I didn't want to have to be nine to nine all the time. And so I went and I interviewed with one of the branch managers. They gave me an opportunity and, and really the rest is history. That was, that was maybe April or May of 2000. And for the most part, since then, I've been originating mortgages. To over 20 years. Over 20 years. I, I, I took a little bit of a break in there after the crash. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, this is my career. This is all I know. This is all I want to know. Let's talk a little bit about moving from DuPage County, Illinois, and uh, down to Arizona. What precipitated that move? And what changed in the product offerings that you, uh, that you had to get used to on the mortgage side? You know, more investment, more second home, was it more jumbo, that kind of sort of thing. Why did you move and what did you have to learn in your world to be successful in the mortgage industry? Yeah, so I like to say I'm on my second tour of duty here in Arizona. So I originally moved down here 2007 and kind of the same thing. My brother had migrated down here 
and he was kind of moving out of or originating out of managing to the title side. And I was going to come down and kind of help with some of the, the team. It was, it was a transfer within the same company. And so came down here 2007. It was a totally different world. You know, the speculative buying and the amount of people that were buying at a premium out here was huge. And so it, it took a, a big, a big hit in the crash. And so that was kind of interesting to get used to. I, I tell the story all the time. The first loan application I took in Arizona, the guy had just bought for like 280000 six months prior. And then the crash happened and we couldn't get the, the place appraised for 50000 I mean, it was like, wow. it, was, it was crazy. As far as loan products go, at the time when I first came out here, we were so heavily focused on government that... I really didn't have to learn a whole lot of new stuff. I mean, we really just that was your dialed it in. Yeah, we dialed into doing FHA for the most part. 99% of what we did was FHA. Uh, on the purchase side and the purchase transaction, probably the biggest difference is that Arizona is a non-attorney state. So there's no attorneys involved. Everything goes through the title companies and agents. Illinois, you have an attorney that's involved and reviews all the contracts sends out all the uh, renegotiations once the contract's written. And so that that's probably the the thing that always jumps out at me is that it's just it's just a different, it's same but different. And so lived here 2007 to 2010. The company I was with merged with another company. Timing, life, life happened as, as I like to say. Ended up moving back to Chicago, took a little bit of break and then moved back out here in 2015. And uh, I've been been out here ever since. And, and why I came out here, I would say, you just need to come here and visit. The sun is shining. It's beautiful out. San Diego's a short drive away. Mexico's a short drive away. It's va- I mean, it's just beautiful to live here. It's it's beautiful to live here. You know, it's interesting too. I mean, uh, I hadn't really spent a lot of time in Arizona till a couple of years ago with our organization and. You just always think of Arizona as just brown and deserty, you know, that kind of terrain. The topography is is pretty pretty dramatic as you get up to Flagstaff. You can definitely experience multiple multiple climates in a day for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I had no idea. It's pretty cool. I like it down there. So you obviously spent a lot of time with your brother, and you guys kind of worked through the different organizations together, and then um, with with each other at the end, what was the getting into the retail role from where you're changing in business models? I should say like pivoting. Yeah. Pivoted a little bit on your business model. Yes. What attracted you to our organization and how do you see that growing or what do you see trending in your marketplace right now as opposed to what you were doing in the past? Yeah, I mean, what attracted me here is a, a gentleman named David Olson. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. So, you, you know, really, really, it was it was time in my career. I, I I felt like I needed to do something for me to challenge myself to take on a different role and to try to grow and do some of the my own things that I've I've wanted to do over the years. And the name couldn't have been more fitting because it truly was a pivot into really a a totally different focus on on the vertical of the industry. Whereas I was much more 
lead driven and consumer direct. This is more driving it ourselves in retail and then managing some of the relationships that Pivot has. And so for me, it was just the timing, whatever you want to call it, midlife crisis, just, it was just time for a change. You know, 2020 was crazy for everyone. Kobe died, Corona hit, like there was all these things that happened. And I was just, just sat there and said, you know, I've got to do something for me and my family that is going to be beneficial for me and my family first and foremost. And Pivot gave me a great opportunity to try to chase some of that dream. And so here we are. I kind of threw that out there to, to, as a segue also to visit a little bit about what makes you a little bit different than the normal Pivot branch manager. And for me, it's the social media side of it. You know, uh, you're really good at it. You're committed to it. And let's talk about, you know, how you promoted yourself before you join the team at Pivot. And because a lot of those things, you know, those synergies that you had with our talent team and our marketing is really, I think, what cemented the deal. It wasn't necessarily Dave Olson as much as what we were able to provide and what you had established outside of that consumer direct world and even outside of our traditional retail world. So walk us through some of that. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's really just a matter of, I think I just came to embrace it, right? I mean, I understand that there's power in it. I just am trying to continue to understand what that power is and how I can utilize it not just for the lending stuff that I do, but as you know, I also am involved in a couple of different charities here. And so, you know, through some of the charity work that I did and seeing how big of a reach I could get through just putting minor things out there. Was the social media piece with the charity? I utilize it in a very uh, informal way. You know, hey, I do mortgages, right? And I think through some of the uh, stuff with charity, you know, it was more structured and it really showed me what the power of it is and, and the reach that it can get. And so I just want to continue to utilize that, you know, on the mortgage side and branding, you know, for myself, for Pivot, our, our partners that we work with. And so, you know, the, the more attention we can get, the more at-bats there, there will be. And, and that's just something I want to fully dive into and have fun with. Life is too short. You know, I want to have some fun with it and and make sure everybody knows what I do and what we do and and just leverage it to to whatever we can leverage it to be. I mean, that's the crazy thing is, you know, these last few weeks, I mean, I've connected with some folks I never knew existed that are going to add a ton of value to, you know, our branch here and, you know, through that to pivot as an organization. So we're just at the tip of the iceberg right now. What are the, the different platforms? I know there's I know you do podcasting and you also have, you do video uh, production, some of that. So like, what are the different vehicles that you use in the social media? Yeah. So I'm obviously on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. I've done some local radio shows uh, that actually get broadcast out to iHeartRadio. I'm just starting to get into some of the, the more specific to myself podcasts and, and the video stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that'll be rolling out here. Hopefully soon. Everybody who's in, in the profession, I think has a LinkedIn. I I don't utilize LinkedIn quite as much as I should. And and the one here most recently is clubhouse, which is um, your favorite. 
Yeah, right. Right now it is for sure. It's it's hyper collaborative. It's an interactive, you know, audio chat room space. And so it's allowed me to connect with people, not just in my market, but outside of my market that I've learned a ton from and have given me ideas and tactics and, and different things to consider and look at for my career and our branch and, and beyond. So like all social media, there's good and bad, right? So it's just really trying to utilize it for being intentional with it and utilizing it with purpose rather than just as a as, uh, time filler, so to speak. That's something that I, of all the different things, because during COVID, while things were shut down in March and April, I did take 60 days out and beefed up my game a little bit, learned, uh, set up a, learned a little bit more. And I set up a, the Twitter account. I have my own business Facebook page and all that jazz. But at the end of the day, it is your level. It's what you put into it. Your level of commitment is what you're going to get out of it. And it's consistency. You know, it's having, you know, it seemed like having less business and more personal, it kind of like this, this is what we're doing right now, right? It's like not coming at somebody with just a, a bunch of uh, flyer material, you know, just uh, showing more of who you are, where your interests are and interest of other people and then figuring out the business in between there, right? Yeah. Is, is what I got out of it and I enjoyed it. So, you know, for me, what it's made me realize is that no matter what it is, whether it's personal or professional, whatever is going on in your world, there are other people out there that are are truly experiencing it. And so on, on different platforms, you know, Twitter is about people want you to read what they wrote. You know, Instagram wants, wants you to see what they photograph. Yeah. Clubhouse is really an interactive opportunity like no other to where you're having conversations just like this. You're not trying to type something out. You're not trying to text something. It's ask a question, get an answer. There's commonalities. You relate to it. You can either take that information and relate to it and apply it or realize that, hey, that information is not necessarily for you. And so, you know, coming down here with Pivot and opening a branch and doing that for the first time in a very long time. You know, it's been great to conversate amongst peers who are also in similar scenarios that have the same challenges or similar challenges and be able to shift ideas back and forth. Listen, not just, you know, take in, but but give out, you know, listen and and speak and, and be able to be super interactive. You know, that's 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 why I've probably utilized that particular platform more here recently than anything else. You know, we'll see. Like anything, the only constant has changed. So that's what it is now. It could be something else six months from now. If I'm coming into the industry totally green, so we're going to do two buckets. If I'm coming in totally green, what's the number one advice you would give me to make it 20 years in the industry? So that's bucket number one. And then bucket number two would be if you're talking to somebody that's on the consumer direct side that wants to make the transition, wants to pivot over into our world in working with credit unions and banks. We do a lot of their origination and looking forward to doing that in, in Arizona, but also with realtors and builders. What advice would you give them in making that pivot? Yeah, so brand new, I would say what uh, what my mom used to always say is Rome wasn't built in the day. 
You know, you, you have to have some patience. This industry is cyclical. It changes all the time. And that, you know, working with a company like Pivot or in a branch like mine with someone with my experience would, would be something good for you to do. Get the experience, get the at-bats. This is a great industry. There is great income potential within this industry. And if you just stay the course and have some patience along with a whole lot of persistence, you'll definitely have success. Um, It doesn't happen overnight. I saw something uh, (laughs) on social media today from Lionel Messi, who's a famous soccer player that said it took me 17 years and 14 months or 17 years and 44 days to become an overnight success. <laughs> that is awesome. Right. So <laughs> awesome. you just have to, you know, stay at it and, and good things will happen. You surround yourself with good people and a good company and good things will happen. So on the consumer direct side is th- the value in that is the number of at bats you're going to get when you're working leads and somebody's constantly peppering you with leads you're going to have more conversations and have the potential to close more loans than most guys who focus retail. And it really takes 75 to 100 closed deals to have a good base and feel of what this industry is and, and how you might be able to benefit from it. And so on the consumer direct side, in most cases, you're going to get to that number a lot quicker than in any other vertical, right? And so you know, once you get there, you really have to look around and say, is this where I want to be? Right. Or do you feel that you can go out and create? Can you go out and be your own lead generating system to bring deals? And can you attract people to you? And and if you think you can, then you should do it sooner than I did. It took me a long time to really go full retail. And, you know, there's no reason not to. If you have the experience and you know how to put loans together and you know how to communicate, you know, I would say it's definitely worth talking to a company or talking to a branch manager about what those options might be. Okay, so a little bit about you and your family. I met most of them. They're fantastic. So let's let's talk about your crew a little bit and uh, what you guys like to do on the weekends. Yeah, married. I should change my name on here to Lupe's husband. <laughs> my 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 wife is Lupe. I love her. I don't know where I'd be without her. So my wife and I, we have three kids, and then we have uh, full custody of my nephew, right? That uh, we've had for ten years. So two boys, two girls. What what is amazing about having the opportunity to have Cody, who we have custody of, is that he kind of completed the team. We went from odd to even. And he wears glasses. So when we do team game nights, it's usually team glasses versus team no glasses because half of us wear glasses and half of us don't. So it's been amazing. It's been a blessing. It's a lot of work. Four teenagers in the house right now. There's a lot of emotion going on. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when they allow us to, to hang out with them, you know, we like to get out and do some things around town. Phoenix and Arizona in general have a lot to offer. We, we, you know, love to go out, get a hike in when we can, you know, we've done the Grand Canyon. We've, we've done some different road trips and, you know, we just, we, I think we have a good time together. We, we, we try to always make it fun as much as we can. And, you know, you, you don't know how long you have as, as they get older and start to migrate away. You just want to soak up as much of that as you can. So we're very fortunate that we have a, a pretty close knit family. We do a lot of things together, cookouts, travel, all, all kinds of different things. So couldn't be more blessed in that, that arena for sure. 
you can feel that too. Like just talking with you, I just that's one of the things that I noticed right away when you and I started to get to know each other is that you know you treat everybody like their family, and and I think that sounds like a cliche in a way, but I mean I've seen it firsthand that you know you've had moms and dads you know staying at the house for undefined length of time the backyard barbecues where cousins and aunts and uncles and i mean everybody's over and you know the 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 more family that you can pile into your house in the backyard the more comfortable everybody is and, and it's not always that way you know i mean sometimes i've been to a lot of events and a lot of family get-togethers where the more relatives you have it gets uncomfortable and it's just the opposite with you so we enjoy it. We we enjoy having people over. And, and that was one of the hardest parts of 2020 is we just didn't have the opportunity to do that oh, quite yeah. as much. And, you know, so we're looking forward to a time here, hopefully soon that we can, we can do that again. You, you know, people have texted me throughout the year saying, you know, when are you going to have another barbecue? And it's right. Like, yeah. So we, we definitely enjoy it. And I do try to, uh, I, I always kind of joke, you know, once I store your phone number in my phone, we're family. So yeah. that's just kind of how I operate. I don't know any other way. It's just definitely a part of who I am. Well, I know I've, I've, I think I've met almost all of your, your family, close to most of your family that, that are down in yeah. Arizona. A few more than I'm looking forward to meeting, but. Uh, definitely great to have you part of our family. So in in the spirit of family, getting to meet people face to face and know where they're at and, and how you can improve and, and, and grow your branch based on that travel on that trip. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it for sure. So I think we're going to wrap this thing up. Anything else for the good of the cause? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the opportunity to be on here. I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of the the Pivot family. It's It couldn't be a more fitting name for what a lot of us went through last year. And, you know, I'm just excited for the road ahead. I'm, I'm excited for the opportunities and to be a part of the growth of this company. And hopefully I can play a little part in that. Oh, you're going to play a big part. I appreciate you taking time out to, to tell your story. Moving forward, it sounds like we're going to have uh, going to production with you and in setting up uh, similar interviews uh, with folks that are in your circles and uh, maybe some educational pieces. So I'm excited to hear uh, you from uh, talk, you know, having this side of the mic and uh, presenting and having guests on. So that'd be pretty cool. So it is a wrap. Again, this is David Olson, and I'm here today with Tim Regan. And Tim is our uh, our branch manager in Scottsdale, Arizona, and just hired a full-time loan officer looking to hire a few more. If you've got some experience looking to have some fun, we've got a unique business model. We work with credit unions. We work with banks and originating their loans for them. We do subservicing. We work with builders and realtors. So a lot of different things, and we're growing and, and looking for great people for part of our family. And if you want to reach out to Tim, what's a good number, Tim, they can reach you at? Yeah, absolutely. So office number is 623-232-2920, or my direct cell is 312-953-1357. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, uh, again, thanks, Tim. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Dave. Good seeing you. This episode was brought to you by Pivot Lending Group, NMLS 10995. Copyright 2021, Pivot, all rights reserved. Financial Funding Solutions Incorporated, TBA Pivot Lending Group.
10397 West Centennial Road, Littleton, Colorado, 80127. Pivot does business in accordance with the Fair Housing Law and Equal Credit Opportunity Act. Pivot Lending is regulated by the Division of Real Estate, Colorado. To learn more or find a full listing of our state licensing, visit pivotlending.com or nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 